After all this, you still... I still want that gas, yes. And you had better deliver. I need to use it between now and tomorrow. Wonderful. We're going to watch Shark 2. I, I started recording. This is just going to be a low... This is a low-stakes stream. Welcome back, listeners. Now, Gabby, I'm hearing you got um, a Shrek coupon. What's what, what's this deal? It is um, one ogre point. It says it can be redeemed to watch any one piece of Shrek media. Expires February 9th, 2021, 12 a.m. Uh, so my boyfriend, who used to who watched Shrek one time in his life, he was seven years old watched it in the movie theater, and left and sat in the lobby because he hated it so much. Um, and since then, I've been, well, not since then, I haven't known him that long, but since we've been dating, I've been trying to get him to watch Shrek with me, and he's refused. Because I unironically like Shrek. Like, people like it for the memes. I like it. I just like it. So this is one of my birthday gifts, is a uh, open <laughs> We're watching Shrek 2. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad to end that hi- my hiatus on that note. I got Jeff and Gabby on. Say hi again, guys. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having us. I'm I'm glad to be talking to people who also won't be watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm lying. I will watch the halftime show. With, it's the weekend. so. <laughs> and again, everyone's just like, Adi, you are the most like 20-year-old dad-looking guy. Like, what do you mean the weekend's your favorite artist? <laughs> It's the depression. It's the depression for me. <laughs> no, uh, we just got Super Bowl food without watching the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> Did, do you even know who's playing this year? I have, I have no fucking idea. I can't recall, honestly. I've never known the answer to that question in my entire life. Never once have I known who's playing the Super Bowl. I don't even know what sport it is. I don't even. <laughs> But you know something? That's something that is now shocking me about you. I love when like um, columnists and op-ed writers are like, "I wonder why people don't pay attention to politics." And it's like they're probably asking why you don't know what the Super Bowl is. I think the last time I went to any football-related thing was a football game at my undergrad, which you guys both went to the same undergrad. Football is mm-hmm. not a big thing there. Um, I went one time and I sat with someone who likes football and I asked her what was going on. And then halfway through, I leaned in and gave her a hug and she thought I was hugging her. And I actually whispered in her ear, can I leave now? And she said, yes, you can leave now. (laughs) So I went home because I was not having a good time. I'm just, I'm not sure why I have no connection to football. It's like one of the most Midwest things is like, you know, every guy pretends he's going to try out for the football team. And then, yeah, dude, I couldn't make it. I broke my foot when I was in sixth grade, man. And uh, <laughs> next thing you know, you know, I, I couldn't make it for the team. I could have I could have given them a run for their money, though. There's always that that element of it. But it's just one of those things that like never even introduced in my life. No one threw the pigskin around. No one. Um, I didn't even play touch football growing up. I played like soccer and all the other shit but like i have no connection no context for football okay but what american kid didn't play soccer for like two years at least yeah in yeah in misery yep. during the bush years i don't know what was going on in the midwest but like 
everyone was in American Youth Soccer League or something like that. Oh yeah, I I I was the kid who picked grass. Like I squatted down and would pick the grass and my parents who were like refereeing were like, "Go run, like play the game." And like I'm just like picking grass, throwing it around and they're like this <laughs> child. <laughs> my sister on the other hand was on my team. She's 2 years younger than me. She should not have been on my team. She was like our goalie and my mom was like, "Oh, Isabel, because you're smaller, you can like like punch kids and kick them." And like What? <laughs> Yeah, and so my sister was like a little savage, and my dad—it's like both of my parents as the referees. My mom telling her she can break the rules, and my dad being like, "No, no!" Like following my sister all the time. It was a, that's. Whole time. At what point do you encourage your children to engage in violence? The answer is still not known. Oh. Apparently, it's 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 when the child is two years younger and the goalie of your of your soccer team, and the other child is useless in soccer. And, and also, <laughs> like. It, doesn't can't the goalie like not run too far away from the goal like you can't yeah. just get back on the field and start clubbing people you can't yeah. it was when they got too close to her it, there was at least some some parameters of like if they get like too close like so our goal was a scary place because my sister was guarding it oh, <laughs> i was usually regulated as goalie because um i joined in the season late <laughs> as you do you know um, and uh there, there was this time this was way 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 back and i guess i was all of a sudden passing the ball between myself and the rival team oh my god jeff was a kid who didn't know what team he was supposed oh to be god. on <laughs> goal is that way no, and wouldn't you feel like the absolute shit when, like, you finally hit a goal and then you realize it's your own team's goal and, like, they have to count the point? And you just felt like, damn, I'm never going to amount. I think, like, people don't have a p- imposter syndrome. I don't think people have anxiety. People just have unresolved issues from American youth soccer. Yes. If we're being very <laughs> honest with ourselves. I think um, we have to start a national conversation on soccer. Oh, my um, boyfriend, obviously, he played soccer way longer than he wanted to. And he's like, yeah, my team, we were like the yellow team or something where they had colors. And he's like, we never won. He's like, we didn't win ever. Like, we won nothing. And I'm like, that's so sad. Like, this little team. Okay, and was it the reputation that, like, the yellow teams never won anything? (laughs) Yeah, like, well, and he was always put up, like, he's like, I think they just put all the kids who were, like, like, sucked at soccer all on the same team every year. So we would all lose every single year and i'm just like well it's like really i was yellow <laughs> team too yeah <laughs> well here, here's where it gets more fun because i think this uh theory can be applied globally i did do some high school in india and like they we got sorted into houses like hogwarts style Ooh, it was i don't like that but anyways i got put in the yellow house every year and all like the doughy kids you know you know the types i'm the type all the doughy kids got put in yellow, and it just had the reputation of like, well, that's House Butterball over there. They're not, they're not running. They're not hitting goals. They're not. Oh boy. <laughs> and it just it doesn't help that like when I did move back here, I just leaned into the role of like large Midwestern son even more. And I, I just like I go through like pictures of my family and shit, and even when I was in better shape, like 
I'm just wide. I have a large head. I don't have normal proportions. And it'll just be like my family, like they're all like roughly proportioned, like the same size. My dad's on the lean side. My mom's on the lean side. My brother's on the leaner side. And then I'm just like two heads wide. And like I'm taking up the corner of the booth and I'm just like, oh, oh, I feel like I take up too much space. So, yes, this is also a show for large Midwestern sons. We see you. <laughs> We hear you. You are represented. Uh, also, uh, also for the uh, way too skinny that might be absolutely broken in half at a football game. Well, but th- but that's the thing, right? Didn't you like do martial arts for a bit, Jeff? Or right, right. I did martial arts for eleven years of Northern Shaolin Kung Fu, and um, well, that's the thing, though. It's um, Never joined football because I was just kind of like, yeah, if I get into a pileup, I'm a wiry guy. I'm going to bend and break. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like if you got sciatica now, you would have had sciatica then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just walking into fucking physics one with your back brace. Oh, God. <laughs> There's nothing more abject than like being in a public high school and like, okay, you you see the usual suspects, the people with um, with their casts or their leg braces on, oh, but, crutches. but like guys on the weightlifting team who would like deadlift wrong and then they have to wear a back brace the rest of the week. There is nothing like more abject than that. <laughs> I exactly no. I'm also the 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 skinny the skinny type. And my sister, there was one day, I don't remember, she, like, she's a little bit, she's, like, much more proportionate, built pretty, like, sturdy. And she, like, she gave me a hug. And as, like, she's hugging me, she says in my ear, which I guess is my theme for this episode, she says in my ear, I could snap you in half. And I was like, what? I'm in danger. (laughs) I'm in danger here. I swear, my sister's not like a like she's not like a sociopath. Like I'm making her sound like she's like highly violent. She's not. She's like you're so small, and I'm just like I don't feel safe anymore. <laughs> I just I have to imagine it. It's the Midwestern. Oh, you're so small, but like. <laughs> sometimes she's like sometimes she just like says these things like with this like frank like tone where it's just like I could snap you in half, and I'm like please don't say that to me while you're hugging. Your arms are wrapped around me. Yeah, like me. Like I'm like. Isabel, don't say those things to me oh, while you have your God. arms wrapped around me. <laughs> uh, to her credit, she did not squeeze me. She she let go gently and, and was kind, but terrifying. I, I would assume so. Otherwise, I was wondering how you came on for this recording. <laughs> Ghost cast. She's she's 100% right. I mean, like, if she she gave it a little bit of effort, like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm with the eye of the back brace, and I didn't even deadlift. Like, we just... <laughs> Shout out oh, to my God. sister. <laughs> but okay. yeah, to bring it around back to the uh, Super Bowl, my favorite non-Super Bowl thing, because let, 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 let's be honest, we technically, my family at least, kind of celebrates in the fact that we'll drive by people's houses. And See, we'll that, you said to- celebrate <laughs> like this is a holiday. like <laughs> In America, on the 7th of February every year, the Super Bowl. A celebration of lights, glitz, and sports. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is at this point, right? <laughs> I mean, the the halftime show is its own like uh, 
I think it's probably one of the biggest cultural events mm-hmm. you oh, even definitely. get in a year is is the fucking halftime show and the ads. Honestly, my uh, my celebration of it is literally driving by people's houses to see if their big ass screen TVs have it playing. Which, yeah, considering the amount of people who are having watch parties in the middle of a pandemic, this is this is a super spreader weekend, folks. I I don't know what to tell y'all. You could have came on and live streamed. You could have at least worn a mask. But I mean, you're over here sharing the same guac bowl. With your with your <laughs> with your large sons and your large uncles, it's a good time. <laughs> Is it the good time you want to end on? I don't know. <laughs> so, considering that the three of us were the prime candidates for an anime episode, we could get into the usual anime episode questions. <laughs> but this is just something that's been flowing around. Why don't we have a football anime yet? But like a JoJo's football crossover, like all the like same Jack guys, but like that level of homoeroticism that like is almost about to touch the line, but doesn't. Not 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 an eye shield or that 2000 anime was called. Doesn't JoJo's have a in part one? There's a clip that's rugby though, and it's rugby. Yeah, but like it has a similar energy. I mean, it's the British equivalent, right? But yeah, but an energy about it. I mean, it has that old-timey thing of, like, they're wearing turtlenecks while playing it. And there's just something very dated about that. But then, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I look at old stuff and it just is gay because it, it is now. But, like, modern football has that, like, whole, like, performative masculinity aspect to it. And, of course, like, you know, a lot of these are prime athletes. But then everyone's in fucking leggings and, like, big jerseys. And I'm like... You're, huh? What? What? What's going on here, bro? What? What? <laughs> the fact that like ass slapping is a is a thing in football. Like, I feel like I watch movies and like the men who play football in movies slap each other's asses more than like if I'm watching something that's actually about people who are. It's like a movie about homosexuality, comparatively much less ass slapping. Movie about football. Well, and there, and there's like, th- this is where I think that like, you know, heterosexuality is, it's not as concrete a construct as people say it is because being the recipient of several ass slaps in a locker room and sports uh, setting, um, it it's weird. It's weird how cool everyone is with it. But then it's kind of like, hey, I don't really want to head to that bar, bro. It's kind of gay. It's like, what? <laughs> You are literally cupping my ass right now. What the fuck? <laughs> no homo, Adi. No. God. It's 2021. Just word. suck a dick You're already. Fine. Like. <laughs> Normalized sucking dick. Got it. Here we are. <laughs> Look, yeah, man. Sometimes the bros are having a bad day. And it's like, you know, I can help you, you out. Give me out. two minutes. Yeah. God <laughs> I mean, it's not just that. It's like the, um, uh, it's the whole locker room attitude. Like, yes, let's take a very wet towel and slap each other. <laughs> well, and and here's the thing: when that locker room talk thing was going on in 2016, to anyone who's been in a locker, yes, those guys exist, and no one speaks up not because everyone in the room is sexist. No one speaks up because the rest of the room doesn't talk the entire time. 
It's always the one crank who's ranting <laughs> with his balls out. And so he's, hey, these broads, let me tell you. And everyone else is just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? No one is making eye contact. No one is like. <laughs> Nobody wants to even talk to the person because chances are if you've talked to them, you've run out of energy to talk to them. So it's been like five minutes. No, no, but they're always hitting up the people who dare to make eye contact. And it's just like, you know, you need to look to see like where you could walk or like, oh, I wonder where the bathroom is. He and you accidentally lock eyes with him. He's just like, yeah, you buddy. Does the missus give you too much trouble at home or some dumb shit like that? (laughs) And you're just like, now it's it, and that's the thing that that that's when when you're like naked or someone is naked talking to you, there's an inherent awkwardness that you know there's no etiquette for it. There's no etiquette as a society. You know everyone wants to talk about, uh, oh, is it okay for Bernie to wear gloves at the inauguration? And I'm like, no. What's the appropriate fucking etiquette in a locker room? That's far more important to me. But here we are, See, without football anime. Rooms? women's locker rooms are a whole a whole other beast because i don't know i feel like we just you have either the women who are like i'm gonna change really fast so nobody can see me or you have the women that are just like here i am and then everybody's like okay and you have like full full conversations it's not awkward you don't need that etiquette because women i feel like we've already developed it it's the same it's the same etiquette as when women go to the bathroom and they talk to each other from stall to stall same feeling you just you just pretend like everything is completely normal. Okay. And you just roll with it. <laughs> okay. It is still uncharted uh, territory for the male sex as of now. <laughs> still pending. <laughs> still pending. To be honest, we got to get our shit together on a few things. But this is one of the things that I think we could have a convention for. <laughs> Jeff, what's your worst locker room story? Oh, God. <laughs> I promise uh, we will switch back to anime soon, but I want to hear it. Like, <laughs> Worst locker room story, I would have to say. Um, I, I guess it's always the... I, I guess there isn't one story, but I think it is my problem with, like, you know, you know your typical quote-unquote jock, you know, um, just bullshitting off in the corner. Um, oh my and, god! Or, or and if you don't talk and you make eye contact with them, oh gosh! Especially back in high school, especially if you're wiry or um, uh, or don't really seem to put up a fight, gosh, they're gonna bully you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing with like at least high school stuff is that's where the bullying stuff happens. But like public gyms are also just abject in that regard. Like you'll just have the guys who are like. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking telling you, I was hitting fucking 230 yesterday. And I'm like, you you look at the guy and you don't believe it, but you think nothing of it. But then he starts doing the dangerous shit. And it's not even like, I'm not talking criminal, but just the dangerous shit where he's like, yeah, bro, I'll, I'll teach you, man. I'll teach you to bench 250. I'm like, no, you're not. You're fucking... <laughs> Like, it's, it's a form of grooming that doesn't cause, like, any adverse uh, sexual content. But it's like grooming people to get injured. Oh, I completely understand that. It's weird. I I don't know. So uh, anime. I've had people just, like, say to me, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah no, 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 you're doing great. You know, 
why don't you come like every Saturday or Friday or whenever college classes aren't happening and I can just teach you how to squat better, bro. Okay, now you're just making fun of me. <laughs> uh, no, I've had that experience for personally. Oh god, I think the worst example of that I had is like I was heading to a section of the gym like I already had a game plan and this guy was like, "Hey man, welcome to the gym. You need a trainer." And I'm like, it's that scene in Parks and Rec where uh, Nick Offerman's like in the Home Depot and he tells the guy, I know more than you, but it's like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? <laughs> yeah, you need a trainer, bro? Not now, especially not th- like this. <laughs> <laughs> not like this. That unspoken camaraderie I'm not part of. <laughs> Dudes with the audacity are in a different level. They are in a different cultural uh, niche that i don't occupy <laughs> they're up on a cloud nine somewhere <laughs> somewhere somewhere oh man okay so, what i will i'm gonna steer this back to our anime conversation please do, I, please I have do. a question i have a question i've meant to ask both of you for a little bit now i know actually i kind of know the answer for jeff because he watches a bunch of old shit we know this but adi <laughs> <laughs> what i know you watch dojos obviously yeah You've watched Naruto. I know that. But what else have you watched? Are you a shonen guy? Because it's that you've got two in your, under your belt that I know of so far. Or, like, where are you at with anime? Um. So I will say something that's a little weird about me is I tend to, like, obsess about one thing at a time. I'm very, like, focused in that regard. So... If I see an anime, it's probably just because it spoke to me in that moment, and that's why I'm obsessed with it. I'd say my tastes are pretty shonen. I mean, Full Metal Alchemist was probably, like, uh, a big first for me. I did watch Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, but I still have yet to finish it. I'm not going to watch Boruto. Don't (laughs) at me. No, you know, literally no shade to the Boruto fans. I'm just like, it's too much. It's like... The pressure of watching Game of Thrones, kind of, except every week. <laughs> and I just don't have that in me. I just don't. Um, I didn't get to watch Dragon Ball growing up because my parents were like, they're fighting. Don't do that because then you and your brother are going to fight after watching it. And it's like, no, I'm pretty sure me and my brother have unresolved attention issues, but something else about that. <laughs> um, but I read the manga at least until for Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I didn't watch any of the Ultra Instinct stuff. I have no idea what's going on there. Um, hmm. I never saw One Piece. I mean, I saw it like tangentially when it was on 4Kids. Yeah! But, but that was like oh, an extremely long time ago. So I, I have no recollection. Never saw Bleach my whole life right now my anyone who follows me on twitter um i am sorry because i just like one piece fan art that's pretty much it's my obsession right now so uh just <laughs> as a sidebar <laughs> sorry to anyone got into it at the beginning of the pandemic and now here i am i mean it's better than uh, jojo mmds <laughs> oh which got i, I, I I saw them for a while, and I was just like, this is a shame I, that I'm even looking at this. Then you send one in the chat. And I'm like, okay, I'm not the only deviant here. I can at least send one. <laughs> I kept 
seen them and I recommend it. And I was like, don't click it, Gabby. Don't click it. You're going to regret it. And I clicked one. And then I was in a hole. And I was like, I'm not coming out. So I might as well drag people in with me. Well, what bugs me is like how good they've gotten lately. And they had the one to WAP. I don't know who taught the gays oh. to 3D animate and watch anime, but this is new and I love it. This is. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, uh, speaking of anime, I think, no, JoJo's is the only, like, thing I've consistently watched so far. I'm not sure if I want to pick up on anything else, just because, like, there's the classics that everyone tells you to watch, and, like, they take a little bit out of you every time you have to try to watch them. So, Cowboy Bebop, I saw episode one. I saw the first episode of Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Um, Code Geass? Code Geass? I don't know how to say um, that. Yes. Yes. Um, I think I did watch a bit of Gurren Lagann when it was on. But I, I watched it initially for, like, the robots and shit, and I never got to see it. So... When it did come on, it was on Animax when I lived in India, and it was always the parts with Yoko, and my mom would walk in the minute Yoko was on screen, and if you, for anyone who doesn't know, it is the typical uh, awkward anime scene of, like, a well-endowed redhead in what can only be described as the world's tightest bra and jean shorts and a, and a sniper rifle. <laughs> There is there is a lot going on there. That's all I can say. <laughs> but yeah, my anime tastes are kind of limited, if that makes sense. No, no, I just didn't. I had no idea. And so I was like, mm-hmm. I need to ask this question because I have been watching anime since I was very small because I had a friend growing up who was really into it and she's five years older than me. So she showed me whatever the hell she had been watching. And then a lot of it was not in my age range. Like a lot of it was like romance stuff or like romantic comedy stuff that was like meant for older audiences so like i watched love hina and i read love hina and i yeah as like a child like third grade me hiding under my desk like reading like love hina like that not good um i like watched chobits (laughs) and some other weird stuff that i feel like people don't like a lot of magical girl stuff oh yeah chobits was really weird right wasn't it like the guy was in love with the computer but it was yeah she's like yeah it's yeah it's like a set in the future there's like these computer these women computer things like imagine uh, yeah like a animatronic doll but they look like women but they're they're robots and he finds this one that's like malfunctioning and like she doesn't talk right and she doesn't like know anything and so he just kind of it's not like inherently that creepy initially um which usually those things are and it, it's like this kind of love story as she they learn more about why she's like not normal like the other ones and there's something about her being i think more humanoid than others are i don't i can't remember i watched it as a child so i'm probably butchering this for anyone who's actually watched chobits um but yeah i watched a lot of stuff like that a lot of magical girl stuff that is like series that nobody watches and then i didn't get super the only the first thing i watched that was like my age range like that was appropriate for me to watch was naruto that i started when i was like 12 and i like went hard like i was that like 12 year old naruto fan every week waited to watch nantunami like sat down wrote fan fiction had like my own little characters had friends made friends through liking naruto played all the video games like 
was in really deep. Those video games um, went I, off. Okay, they were so fun. Like I, I'm an arena fighting game person, and so like the fact that I could play as my favorite Naruto character in arena fighting game was like this mind-boggling moment for me. Like holy shit! So like once I found out I liked. I love hype things. Like I lose my shit when like there's like a hype moment in an anime. Like mm-hmm. Mitchell and I, my boyfriend Mitchell, he and I watched um one of this One Piece movie, okay? And it's it's called Stampede and for One Piece fans if you're familiar, if you're not. But it's basically if you have not watched One Piece, it will mean nothing because it's essentially a big old battle royale. Like it's like they throw as many characters from the series as possible in on one space and they all fight. And <laughs> I'm like jumping up and down. Like I'm hype. I'm like, this is so cool. Like I'm like screaming at the TV and Mitchell's like, please, please stop. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, look how cool it is. He's like, I don't, I don't. I, I, I watch, he's like, I watch One Piece. I like these characters. This does nothing for me. What is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I just love this shit. Like I love when there's like big things happening. So it's a little bit of, what I'm like, but I also like the kind of cerebral shit. Like, um, oh god, like everybody likes Steins Gate. If you've watched oh, Steins yes. Gate, you like Steins Gate. It's good shit. Um, I like like ping pong animation is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Devilman Crybaby will make you cry and also uncomfortable, but it's fantastic. B Stars is amazing. So like, those are all not you know as hype as my Shonen love, but. They're, they're oh. also very good. I have watched Attack on Titan, but I only seen the first season. Titan. I haven't. And, I have. I stopped at season two, and I need to. I'm determined to pick it back up and watch all the way through. Gotcha. I'm trying to think. One One Punch Man is kind of dead to me right now because of how lackluster season two was. Uh, like yeah. season one was pretty like uh, faithful to like the manga shit, and then just so much filler in part two that and like. I think what really did it in for me is I was watching it on Hulu with ads. Oh. And there was like a 10-minute ad break every two minutes. Yeah, I just pretend like One Punch Man has one season. And uh, I don't acknowledge a second season anymore because it made me sad because it was also kind of boring. Like, I found myself being bored and annoyed. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, season one will forever live in my heart. But season two, mm mm-mm. Not that's me and bleach <laughs> it's it's me after the fan. naruto versus pain battle i will never oh i will never forgive them for that because i i don't know what uh phase of adolescence i was at where like naruto was everything and it was just friday night you get there you go to your shitty little website to watch it illegally parody satire and then um uh, yes, I subscribed to Crunchyroll back then. Yes, I did. No, I didn't. Um, and you just go there and you try to watch it. And then you see, like, Payne's face distorted. It's almost, like, comedic in presentation. And I'm like, no, this is the most serious villain we've seen so far. We know nothing about Madara. We know nothing. We just saw Sasuke versus Itachi, too. So you're like... Oh, this is about to go off. And then it's just, they're like turning into jelly, beating each other with sledgehammers. And I'm like, did I, where, who did they contract out for this? The the guys at Looney Tunes? What's going on? 
Well, see, at least with Looney Tunes, it's in- it feels intentional. Like that's yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm only gonna harp back on One Piece again because again, I'm obsessed with it right now. But one of the things mm-hmm. I love about it is that it's like cartoony but also anime at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if somebody runs up with a giant ass hammer and hits somebody else in the head, which does happen. It feels completely like it belongs there. Like yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, you should be doing that. Like, of mm-hmm. course. Which like, feels bizarre because you're like, it's overlaid. It, like, just right after that is this, like, emotional, heart-wrenching moment. And I'm like, how did I just watch? How is this the same show? Or manga? I mean, people are going into gripe because the anime is not very good. And I know I know that. I know it's not that good. But I I like watching anime. So <laughs> I'm, like, not as good at I just manga. don't like reading sometimes. But... <laughs> Oh, I've actually been reading. Um, oh God, I just got the Shonen. I just subscribed to Shonen Jump, like on the like the app, and I um, have been reading Chainsaw Man, and that shit's fucking funny. It's like good shit. If, okay. Like nobody's. If you haven't like read it, I don't. I mean, I guess if you don't want to subscribe to Shonen Jump, I don't blame you. But it's like it's getting an anime relatively soon, mm. and it's like fun. Like I'm having a great time. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take I, a look. I haven't heard of it yet. Speaking of arena games, I do want to get uh, Jump Force. Yeah. Even the though height. it's just Jotaro and yeah. Neo for like the JoJo representation, <laughs> I'm still in for it. Yeah, the hype in me wants it. I know I've heard it's not great, but like I can't deny the part of my soul that's like you. You need to do this. Like you need. <laughs> I know, but just with every terrible. video game being like. Two hundred dollars now. Like, can I do it? I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I played a little bit of it, and what I've played of it, I enjoy. Just out of the, uh, I guess the, uh, the fan in me <laughs> likes it. <laughs> I'm trying to see because I found like some of my old Wii games, and I found Clash of Ninja Three. Yes, Clash of and it has Wii. almost yeah. all the Akatsuki members in it. I love playing Sorcery. It was so fun. It was so fun, but like I only have a Wii Mini, and it's only easy to play with the GameCube controllers. The Wii mm. controls are ridiculous because it does this like half-assed, like, oh, you can do the ceiling jutsus with the Wii mode, and I, I know for a fact you can't. See, I used to play with only the Wii mode because I'm I never use the GameCube controllers for any game, Smash, anything. Like mm-hmm. I was that weirdo with the had it turned to the side and well that's okay that's fine <laughs> uh, no that game was so that was so fun actually speaking of uh speaking of naruto and i mentioned saucery as a character he's voiced by johnny young bosch i'm pretty sure in like mm-hmm. the dub and that's actually the reason why i could not watch um code geass dubbed because i kept hearing saucery in lelouch because he's the same and then also there's two other voice actors from Naruto. The voice actors who play Sakura and the voice actor who plays Sasuke are also two of the main characters in Code Geass. And I got like so far in it. I, like, I haven't finished Code Geass because I literally like stopped watching because I'm like, I can't hear Sasuke anymore. I could have switched to the sub. That was an option. I guess I chose not to, but all I could think is I'm like, I'm just watching Sasuke, Sakura, and Sasuke interact right now well you're more open to watching dubs uh uh, yeah dubs than i am like some dubs are so disappointing like jojo part four just because of like who they chose for (sighs) rohan i'm like nope not watching this 
Um, it sucks because Josuke is so good. Like his voice. Everyone is so good. else was good. What it got hilarious was where someone made a cut of it where it was streaming on Disney Kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, Code Geass, I will have to say, is like so. So I wasn't able to finish it because it was just got to the point where I was just like, oh gosh, this is so depressing. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> It's a mecha anime, and mecha anime are my favorite, you see. I mean, I'm like this shounen guy, but, you know, it's just, I love sci-fi anime, even though sometimes that doesn't really come through. <laughs> um. I feel like I would even, because, like, Code Geass feels like if you mix Death Note with, like, mecha, like, in a really yeah. loose way. And yes. I also couldn't, I couldn't stand it, too, because I, I found myself just... I didn't like any of the characters. Like, I'm like, I find you all so completely intolerable that I felt like I couldn't watch it anymore. Like, I didn't want to root for anybody. And I need at least a little bit. I, I, I like my bad characters. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love bastards of characters. They, they're so fun. But something about Lelouch, I'm like, you're just such an asshole all the time. <laughs> and you're supposed to be the hero of it all. In theory. <laughs> like, and I know he's not supposed to be, like, a good guy. Like, he's supposed to be kind of corrupted. And, like, he has this kind of character arc that you see him kind of falling into a descent. Like, he's descending into this. But I'm just, like, if the other characters were kind of likable, I would... I can't even remember them all. But I just remember walking away from that show thinking, I can't handle the dub anymore. It was a good dub, though. But, like, I just couldn't get my mind out of Naruto. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, I can't... Like, I'm, like... Lily's like, you're such an asshole. <laughs> On the subject of dubs and voice actors, what's the weirdest like uh person you found voicing something? Like the like worst casted? Well, not worst casted, but just like when you found out who the voice actor was, you're like, oh, this is like one for me finding out Mark Hamill did all those voice acting roles. Oh that, yeah. That's always going to get me. I love that though. I love oh, the Farlow Ozai, man. Yeah, as far as him in Castle in the Sky was just like, wait a minute, hold on a second, I recognize that laugh. <laughs> oh my god. Tyler, is that you? Which it bugs me how much Tyler looks like Mark Hamill. <laughs> oh my god. Like once you see it, you <laughs> Well, it got it got really bad because in a D and D game, like he needed to give a pseudonym for one of his characters, and then he said Mark Hamill, and I'm like, why would he say that? He's never even watched Star Wars. Why would he? Then I look up a picture of Mark Hamill for funsies, and I'm like, huh? And I like I compare it to Tyler, and I pass the phone around, and everyone loses their shit. <laughs> Tyler, if you hear this, no smoke. You do look like Mark Hamill. <laughs> I love I've never watched the um Star or not Star Wars well. I have watched Star Wars. That's a whole other thing. I've never watched the Batman show that he voices the Joker in because I'm just not like I don't tend to watch Batman shows, I... but I will watch clips like of mm -hmm. just Mark Hamill like laughing and like doing things as the Joker because I'm like this is just so fun. Like you're so good at this. <laughs> I just remember that show back from like when Toonami was a thing. Oh yeah, and I like I have like gut memories of remembering watching it, 
But like, if you ask me if I remember anything from that show, no, I didn't see it. I was too young to have a critical eye. Actually, speaking of young, being young, um, I recently got the full series DVD set for Courage the Cowardly Dog. <gasps> oh shit! <laughs> and I am so happy. <laughs> stupid dog <laughs> as a, okay as a child i was simultaneously it was a show that scared me the most but i also liked the most like i don't know why i wanted to suffer this way but like i literally like i would get so hyped the fucking king ramsey episode you know the return of the slab thing that everybody talks about with that spooky cg i remember every day like when i'd sit down to watch courage i'd turn the tv on i'd see courage cowardly dog click it and think in my head, like, I hope it's that episode, but also dreading that it'd be that episode. And every time it was, like, simultaneous feeling of, like, relief, but also disappointment when it was, like, not on. I don't, there's something with, like, young me's brain. It was, like, adrenaline rush or something right. that I wanted. I don't know. <laughs> well, and it's just, it, it, it's weird that, like, some of these shows even made it to air, right? Like, Courage the Cowardly Dog. It, I, I don't know. It Was it just because it's animated? I guess it's for kids, but... I look back at it and like, is it just because I was young and scared that it's scary or is it because it's actually scary content? And that's even how I feel about like some of those Key and Peele sketches, because when Jordan Peele made Get Out, everyone was like, oh, my God, it's so scary. How does he know to do comedy and horror? But it's like you look at some of those sketches and how like played straight they are that if there was just a tonal difference, it would be a horror sketch. Horror and comedy are not that different. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like people talk about right. them as like these two other ends of the spectrum. But I mean, you got to shock people a little bit. You have to kind of play with their emotions. Like other series don't like other genres don't force you to do that as much. But horror and comedy, I feel like you get the same kind of roller coaster if it's right. done well. It's just very right. different feelings. So I'm not shocked at all that Jordan, like Jordan Peele was able to yeah. uh, do mm -hmm. that. I like happy because he makes amazing films i'm glad he's directing now because he makes amazing films but not shocked <laughs> yeah no um let's see I, I i for courage the cowardly dog specifically i always kept getting those reruns of like the uh can't remember it but it's like there's like this angelic goose right or oh yeah duck. Yeah, he wants yeah. to marry Muriel, right? Yeah, he wants to marry Muriel. You know, every time I went back to my grandma's house because she had cable and we didn't at the time, and I, I always remember going over there and constantly, like without fail, it would be that episode. <laughs> it's like one of those episodes is not that great. Like I feel like the it's the episode nobody loves, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm just remembering that episode where, like, um, Eustace is stuck on the roof and, like, yeah. it's, he's getting rained on to the point that there's mushrooms growing out of him. And then, like, I don't know if it's, like, how he sees himself or there's a curse or something, but, like, he can only see himself as a child and that fucked me up growing up. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like some episodes that, like, I rewatch them as an adult and I'm just, like, this is some like deep themes. Like these are like heavy themes for like a child to watch. Like I feel mm -hmm. like I don't know, this one isn't as heavy, but I laugh at it every time. Do you guys remember the episode with the robot who liked to carve um like little deer out of like wood? Like he like yeah. would, like wood carving. His name was Randy, in case anyone was wondering. I don't remember. The only reason one. I remember this is like 
the end of the conflict was that he was gonna crush Muriel and Eustace like underneath this rock thing and he was doing a breakdancing battle with courage and like when you like I think about this and I'm like all I could see is like a robot breakdancing on this like slab of like stone and it's so funny it's like so like ridiculous but they're about to be crushed right and I right think like the show was it was like these really high stakes like Miriam but how trivially the victim uh, or the villain makes it you know what i mean yeah and like kurds are doing these obscene like ridiculous things that don't make any sense and that was i think the appeal right that's what i, I think I, made it the absurdity i think the, the best um <sighs> I, th- I think the best um courage villain or the one that always stuck with me was that like wealthy fox if you remember him. Oh, yeah. And, like, if I look back at it now, like, my worldview either turned back this way or, like, if I really think of who's objectively the frightening. It's this rich guy who's always trying to kidnap them. And he always has the means to, like, buy weapons or, like, track them down or something. And, like, I couldn't tell what scared me at first. And then it's like, well, he is the most powerful villain if he can buy his way into anything. But then, like, if you can intersperse it with, like, famous business perverts such as jeffrey epstein it's like a point by point match mm-hmm. yeah i feel like shows like that especially in the like medium of cartoons it's almost like there's one they can either get away with more stuff like that because it's it's kind of hidden behind this concept of cartoons or it gets like hammered down like even worse like there are shows that get canceled you know because they look a certain way or are a certain way mm-hmm. though I will say though that the one show I that got canceled or got pulled off that I don't dispute this like parents getting angry usually I'm like eh parents getting angry a little too sensitive but the one that I agree with was Invader Zim because I remember as a child watching the organ episode which is the one that got it pulled off the air do you guys remember this episode Oh yeah doesn't he harvest yeah. the organs or something Yeah like... he like is eating their organs and like it's this, there's this grotesque image of like Zim like like stuff full of organs and they're like falling out of his mouth and he's replacing their organs with like objects and so like the kids are like keeling over because like their liver is now a stapler and like it's like really i remember watching he's like crawling in the air vents like and swooping down and like stealing their organs and like honestly as a child first off it terrified me and second off like i honestly don't blame parents for being like no like no this This is is just a little fucked up bro i'm not about to put it yeah like like that one i think about and i'm like you know usually i'm all for like creative liberties with these creators and children seeing themes that are a little more mature than we tend like i like treating kids like they're smart but that shit was just like this is horror film material like no i always like it when it's kind of in the background somewhere where yes something bad could happen and you get it and you get the understanding of what could happen to a character like i think to that old mickey mouse cartoon where uh, pluto gets kidnapped and the mad doctor is cutting away at the shadow as if they're sawing (laughs) them in half (laughs) yeah like i feel like that because it's more i don't want to say obscure but it's left a little more your imagination it's not like Mm -hmm. organ stealing (laughs) i'm trying to think um about creative censorship here because um there was a warner brothers like movie channel when i lived in india but they had to censor a lot of their content to pass like uh the local regulations and stuff 
And part of that was like censorship on violence. But the ways they went about some of these were actually pretty interesting. Like for the Dark Knight when they were screening it. When Harvey Dent's like face is burnt up. It's actually like shadowed out like as if you can't see. Mm -hmm. And it makes him a lot more mysterious. And I didn't know that until I saw the full cut. I'm like, oh, I actually like the subdued bit a little better. Or um, I'm trying to think Sweeney Todd, if anyone remembers that production. Oh, yeah. With Johnny oh, Depp. I, I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> really emo shit, right? Um, there was Shepherd a cut where, like, instead – because, like, in the full movie, he does, like, kill them pretty bloodily and shit. But in the cut, they would, like, cut before he would do the killing. And that was somehow, like, just as terrifying, if not more. Okay. Because they would just cut to like him about to do it and then cut back to like the crime being done. And I'm like, what did he do in between those points? Oh, ambiguity is so much more. Yeah, it's very useful if shown. in the right hands. It's what makes um uh it, it, it what makes Beowulf reading it uh with um Oh, who's the who's the ogre thingy? What's his name? Shrek? (laughs) (laughs) Wide open. I'm still coloring Shrek, so I mean, (laughs) I'm sorry, Jeff. No problem. (laughs) Throwing you even further. Okay. But but you know they describe the monster and it, they describe it as the shadowy hulking being with red eyes and it's just kind of off in the corner you know killing people eating them and you know that's so much more terrifying than what they did in that dumb live action version <laughs> where it's was it live action or was it like that CGI. weird 100% CG thing CGI. they do. Oh yeah, yeah it was yeah. I watched that movie in theaters as like a, when it came out. At Fun facts. Yeah, it, no. Um and I think there's like this it, there is like this, you know, much more terrifying. I mean, it's a classical trope of horror. If you don't want people to if you want people to be afraid of it, don't show it. Well, that's like um the one that pops in my mind with this is uh, the movie Signs. If anyone remembers watching Signs, oh. it's my Night Shyamalan. Um, it, the, the the aliens are pretty spooky when for most of the movie because you don't see them, and then of course at the very end they like show it like walk in from the shadows or something, and it's just kind of goofy. Like it's like oh, it's just like a alien. That okay. Like it was much scarier when you couldn't see it. The one that I think actually though breaks this rule a little bit is. The on the theme of aliens, the actual like alien film, you know, it's like mm. the set with, with Sigourney Weaver. Um, because I feel like the practical design of that alien, like, actually is pretty spooky. Oh, like, I don't know, I feel like it's scary when it's in the vents and they don't know what it is, but it's it's also scary when you actually see it because it's like this hulking thing mm-hmm. that just is it, it gives you a sense of like there's no way they can fight this thing and win, like, this thing is gonna kill them all and that's it, like. <laughs> mm. It's a, it's more so dread than scary in a way. Yeah. Exa- yes. We're on horror films now, Adi. We've just we've we have went on an adventure. We we, we did go on a bit of an adventure, but I mean, I'm honestly here for it. <laughs> Especially just you know, I I had to take the hiatus because I was just getting sick of the political discourse. 
Mm-hmm. And it, you know, in the past couple of weeks, it's just gotten more muddled and confusing and there's nothing really uniting it. At least, you know, you had that interesting bit about, oh, should they force the vote on Medicare for all or um, where what have you? And then it's just it's fizzling out into like another impeachment um, cycle. And I've, I've said everything I needed to about that. There's no need to rehash that point. There's like the fourteen hundred uh you know, scenario with the checks, which is just, it's upsetting. The, the, they promise you 2000 and then like they say, Oh yeah, we'll give you 1400. Cause you already got six. And it's like, no, Trump handed me those six. So you don't, and now you only want credit for 1400. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure when I'm going to revisit politics next, but I think it's good to, you know, actually have things to talk about other than politics. Yeah, I like enjoying my life too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love talking about animals. Yeah, dear listener, please do something to enjoy your life. Do not, do, do not be a crank twenty four seven. Don't want to live a jaded life. No need to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. We're we're approaching like the top of the hour. We actually kept our uh, forty five minute. We're at like fifty two, I think. Wow. I mean, yeah, I'm trying because I crunch the numbers, and I think like if you, if I do like a forty five minute release every week, that gives me a lot of time to do like two bonus episodes per month. Nice. Still, don't plan on charging anyone for Patreon yet. I think you know staying free is what keeps us independent. Yep. Um. I guess before we go, any final controversial thoughts on anime or horror? Any final controversial I, this is not super controversial, but Samurai Shampoo is better than Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Don't come at me. Uh, and, hmm. I can't think of any other con- I know I have them I know like they're usually in each fandom they'll pop up they'll pop up eventually yeah like I, I'll just you know they're they're always I love making the 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 boys who read and watch One Piece mad because I love I love fan artists who draw gay stuff for One Piece characters because as much as I don't really care that much about shipping in One Piece I love that it makes all the boys who like One Piece angry so there's that. I, I'm just I'm just personally, you know, I'm chill with the hentai just as long as there's an equal amount of gay stuff. <laughs> if you're going to be whole... if you're so going sorry. to be decadent, do all of it. Don't just do half of it. I love I have a whole hentai rant that I will not I will not subject you both to and our listeners to this evening. However, I have I have a lot of opinions concerning hentai. Mm-hmm. In support I of do. hentai. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. Oh no, no, I we have... can do that episode on International Hentai Day. <laughs> um, let, me, let me find out when that is. That might be a premium episode if we get to that point. Fuck. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, yeah, the only controversial view I have with anime. Well, I have a few, but um, one definitely is that I don't like Inuyasha, and I really don't like the new season. I feel heavy doses of nostalgia for Inuyasha, and therefore I cannot hate it. The first fanfiction I ever read was an Inuyasha fanfic. Same. I should not. 
I should not have read it as a child. However, I Same. did. <laughs> I did Same. read it. Uh, my controversial opinion is that there isn't a hentai day yet, and there needs to be one. Pick a date, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again for coming on, Jeff, Gabby. And thanks again, Ooh. listener, for being patient. Um, all the support we've gotten, all the feedback. Oh, God. The Shrek is finally days. colored in. Dear God. <laughs> oh, man. Um, if you're interested in following us, check us out at uh, Greenhouse Gaslighting on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Twitter. Follow us at, at Pod Greenhouse. We also post our episodes on YouTube, but we are up on a ton of podcasting platforms. Uh, if you want to support the show, throw us a five-star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure why. It helps with the algorithm. And I'll, I'll plug the email in in case anyone has any feedback. Um, but thanks again for tuning in, guys. Thanks again, guests. Thank you for having us. Bye-bye. Bye.